In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it's so good to see you all today. We just heard in the Gospel reading about the rich man and the poor man Lazarus. So many people read that gospel and they think that because the rich man was rich that he went to hell and that the poor man who was poor automatically went to heaven. That is not the message of that gospel. The message of that gospel is about the lack of love. It's about not having love and compassion upon our brothers and sisters. It's about the lack of taking the great abundance of gifts that God has given us and not having shared them. This gospel is what happens when there is no love. We listen to the epistle reading which Carell just read. We see in that epistle reading that St. Paul clearly talks about how we are called to love. But St. Paul puts it in its proper context because there are those in the world who do not believe in God and yet love. There are people in the world who do awful things and yet love some people. But the epistle reading is really about the depths of real love. And in fact, it puts it in the context of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Love comes from God. Our God is a loving God. If you know God, if you know the scriptures, you know that everything that God has done for us is motivated out of his love for us. The world and others would like us to think that God is a punitive God, that he's mean, and that he gets his retribution. But that is not the story in the gospel. That is not the story in the scriptures. The story in the scriptures is about the depth of God's love for us, despite who and what we are. But St. Paul today in the epistle we just heard read speaks to us about human love and what it means to be fully human and what it means to be a son and daughter of God and how we ought to be and how we ought to act. I'd like to start at the beginning of the chapter in which today's epistle reading came from. And I would ask for your charity in allowing me to cover this text because I believe it really sums up what we should be as a community and what we need to do to work on our salvation and enter the kingdom of heaven and not end up as the man in today's gospel reading. In the first verse of chapter 12 in the first letter to the Corinthians from St. Paul we hear now concerning spiritual gifts brethren I do not want you to be ignorant and then further on Paul says there are diversities of gifts but the same spirit St. Paul is opening our hearts and our minds 
that there is one God, there is one Father, one Spirit, and one Son, and that everything good comes from them, and that each of the gifts that we receive comes with great expectations. Just as that rich man who had been gifted with so much abundance from God failed to do what God expected of all of us who have been blessed with riches. But in this epistle, St. Paul tells us what we must be motivated by because he tells us no matter how rich we are, no matter how bright and brilliant we are, no matter how crafty we are with our hands and with our tongues, none of it has meaning unless it is motivated by love, unless it is done in love. And he sets that very clearly in this epistle. So there are different ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each for the profit of all. For one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, for another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all of these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. But now indeed, there are many members, yet one body. Paul goes on to explain that each of us have been given our gifts by the Holy Spirit. Every one of us has been blessed by God with different talents and gifts. But he reminds us that there is one Spirit who gives them all. And he reminds us that each of us are members of the body of Christ, but that there is one body. The expectation is that you and I take what God has given us and we share it with one another and we work it for the benefit of each other and not for ourselves. The problem with the rich man in today's gospel is he took all the talents and the gifts of money and property and all those things that God gave him and he used it for himself. He wouldn't even let the crumbs from his table fall to that poor man Lazarus. Paul goes on to say, as we heard in today's epistle, now you are the body of Christ and members individually, and God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, and those of miracles and gifts of healing, helps and administrators, varieties of tongues. And he goes on to say, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracle? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues and do all 
interpret, we know the answer to that. It's no. Each of us have been given with different gifts, all of which are essential to the life of the community. But then Paul goes on and tells us, but earnestly desire the best gifts, and yet I show you a more excellent way. Let's listen to this. Paul says that all of these gifts are great, and they all come from God. And he says, and yet I show you a more excellent way. And listen to his words. These words are often quoted. Like I said yesterday, often misquoted. They are taken and used for what we desire. But let us listen to them in light of what St. Paul actually wrote about these words. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I become a sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Just noise. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. What is love? Love suffers long and is kind. Think about these things, because you and I are called to be in the image and likeness of God, and God is love. We are called to be love. We are called to be loving beings. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil of anyone, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. This we know. A true, loving, caring heart never fa fails, even when death comes. But whether they are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect has come, meaning Christ, then that which is in part will be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And Paul was talking earlier about our anger, our resentment, our thinking that all things belong to us, our thinking that we earn what we have, rather than understanding that all of this is a gift from God that can be taken away in a moment. God has given us gifts and so much so that we will use it in love for the other and for God. Because all the treasures that we have, 
the treasures in our mind, and the treasures that we think we possess only have meaning when they are used in love. We can have great homes. I have a great home. We can have great homes. We can have all the money we need. But if we lack love, we're empty. And the loneliness of this pandemic is even greater when we have no love. Love overcomes all things. And Paul ends with, and now abide faith, hope, and love. These three, even in death, faith, hope, and love abide. But Paul says, but the greatest of these is love. Let us really hear this message of this gospel reading, lest we forget, and lest all the work and toil of our whole life ends in misery and suffering in hell. Let us remember the great gifts that God has offered us this day, and it begins with his love. Let us respond by loving one another and by caring for one another in this community, in this world, and even our enemies as our Lord teaches us.